entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Turn the music up, turn me down. Google. Let's go get him again. This time is for the money, my nigga. Yeah. Brooklyn stand up. Uh huh? Yeah. Never been a nigga this good, but it's long, this hood. Oh, this pop is high. Oh, this strong with so many different clothes. This one's for this song. The next one I switch up. This one will get bit up. Too lazy to make up shit. They crazy. They don't paint pictures. They just trick me. You know what? Shit funny, huh? I mean, we can laugh about it now, bro. You better get a new drone. It's all good. Had some time at home yesterday. You mean? I mean, like, this past weekend. So you good? You mean? Not really about that though. It's like he said, my baby gone. Like that one, <laughs> two. It's like, all right, I ain't gonna complain about a bunch of bread coming my way in a new will. I'm not gonna complain about that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like it a lot. But what I don't <laughs> like is the overt, inadvertent. Try to be nice, but really disrespectful people that I had to interact with this process. And it's like, they ain't say nothing malicious. They ain't do nothing crazy. <laughs> but it's like, Allstate Bull hit me up. He like, yeah, yeah, bro. Your will total. Obviously, he didn't say will, he's a white guy. But he's like, yeah, man, your car's totaled. And uh, total lost just that in the fifth. I'm like, all right, bet. He's <laughs> like, yeah, man, but like. I just seen it. Really beautiful car, man. You know, beautiful two-tone interior and nice leather and nice car color. And I really he gassy it. as shit. And I'm like, I'm like, is this motherfucker profiling my will? I'm like, all right, maybe he just saying that try to come for me and shit. You know, whatever. So then he like, yeah, bro, you gotta go get everything out your car and shit. We get the process started. You get these bread, get this bread back, whatever. Man. I call the auto people. They're like, yeah, come over here. I get there. She's like, your car is beautiful. It's a shame that someone totaled it. I said, motherfucker, I know. <laughs> it's mine, bitch. <laughs> I seen it. <laughs> What's really a shame is the food that I couldn't go pick up because I couldn't drive my vehicle. So did you have to get it delivered? Like, how did that, or were you I just? I canceled the order and I didn't eat because I was sick. My stomach was next to Dez's fucking side mirror, which was down the street. That's how the whole Sunday went. It was nuts. You know, the only thing, like, it happened fast, too. I'm just like, I guess. <laughs> so. That's not the only thing that happened fast, though, this past weekend. DK Metcalf decided to indulge himself in a 100-meter dash against some rural sprinters. I need you to pull the tape. I don't even. Okay, so Yates claims that. Keep going. I'm just saying, Yates claims that he said that DK would go 10 4. When I said that he wouldn't go under 10 5, I'd be shocked if he went 10 5. I said he would probably go like 10 6. I mean, either way, we were both wrong, and DK went 10 3 6 officially. That shit real close to 10 4. 10 4, breaker, breaker, but keep going. <laughs> But 
I was actually very surprised. Like he went went up against real sprinters. He obviously put the work in. His start looked pretty solid, you know. And he did come in last, you know, as he should. He's not a pro sprinter. If he but, would have came in eighth, whoever came in ninth would have probably never lived that down. <laughs> Ever. Ever. But I mean, it was it was solid though. It was a, it was a solid mark. Um, going to uh, sub 10.5 in the 100 meters uh, at his size and his weight. Like, his size, Usain Bolt, we've seen it. But his weight, like, that's that's a, that's another thing. He's, he's 275 in that range. Like, he's a solid guy. He's big as hell. And for him to move that fast in that 10.3 10, range is, is, is remarkable. Bro, he really looked. Like, remember we was watching highlights of Zion and it's like this big towering superimposing figure on the court versus a bunch of little children like mm-hmm. that's what that looked like when DK was running not to say that those other guys aren't big but they're you know their frames are built a little different they carry their weight on their bodies differently like exactly DK like you said is a bulky dude and it's like DK's running hard right next to this little little nigga <laughs> and at the end of the race, right? <laughs> they gearing down and shit, bro. And you know, as DK gearing down, you hit the you hit the curve a little bit. So it's it's, it's up to you whether you gonna go straight or you know curve off if niggas curving off with you. But you know, I guess DK ain't think that part through. Bullfrog, I guess, go the other way or something. He nudged him a little bit. Nigga almost flew out of the frame, dog. Ain't no you saw that, yo, because that shit was so. Bro, that shit was so funny because I'm seeing him like he barely touches him though. That's the thing, barely touches him, and he like <laughs> he almost flies into the infield. That's just so bad. As he jeffed out of that joint, <laughs> I'm like, I know the man big and strong, but Lord, I get it though. Y'all both running that top speed, Gary. Yeah. Any oh any, man, any little nudge could could, could tick you off, like. I mean, but I think, I mean, it was dope to see him jump in and do something that, like, he used to do, but doesn't do anymore. And, like, he performed very well. Like, Yeah, and he was respectable, too. I mean, you know, he, in his post-game, you know, post-race interview, he talked about, you know, they asked him, you know, do you have any respect for the guys here? You know, how did it feel going against these? He's like, I mean, I'm just happy to be here. This is just an opportunity. And, and that's kind of what you want to hear. Um from a guy like that who's going into a different realm and not being obviously, you know, being confident within themselves, but not being too cocky and arrogant and disrespect the guys who do that day in, day out. But for me, uh, Tyreek Hill, hello. Yeah. Um, it's your time now. I mean, DK did what he had to do and you claim that you faster than DK. So, and I know Tyreek really do that track shit. Uh, cause we have the, we have the records on that. So please. And thank you, Tyreek. I need to see that. I would throw a little bit of bread on a dark horse guy who I like to think would maybe get some wins in that realm. Or at least run run some respectable speed. Remember DeAnthony Thomas from Oregon? Oh my yeah. Yo, that was actually I'm not gonna fuck cool, man. Bro, that was my guy back in the day, bro. I he was my <clears throat> he was my cover art on my first cell phone. I remember. Him in the Oregon shit, my first cell phone ever. He was he was my guy. He was my guy for I like sure. Him I low key would put a little bread on him to beat Tyreek Hill in a race because I just feel like 
What about Tavon Austin? Fuck it. I mean, Tavon, yeah, but when I watch, like, when I would see De'Anthony Thomas get in the high gear, and, like, his gear down was still looking 4-4. Sub- <laughs> it was looking like 4-1s, bro. It's like, he just run different. Now, now, Reek might win a race, but, like, he just looked like he's supposed to be running. The thing, though, about <clears throat> Tyreek Hill, his form is shit. I mean, he's... He would have to get trained, obviously, you know, back. Forward. But his, but even his, his running form is shit. Like, if we're gonna be completely honest, sure. like it's, it's not like he doesn't drive his arms at all. He doesn't use his arms at all for for when he runs. Like he's just going off of pure natural ability, which is cool. I mean, at the same time, like he's fast as shit. But like, I don't know. That man did. It should matter. Every movement matters. So yeah. I don't know, man. When they talk about no wasted motion, it's like it literally, like it ain't like you throwing a ball with a wild long release. Unless it's you different. got a homie like Urban who can just say, "Yo, Tim Tebow, come fuck with me, huh?" <sighs> like I got a problem with it, and I ain't even gonna go with the Colin Kaepernick route. Because, like, that's easy. That's low-hanging fruit. That's obvious. Even down to one person's kneel was marketed as the second coming and the other person's kneel was Mm. the craziest, most disrespectful, most worst thing ever. And it's funny because both of those guys, at one point in time, their fan bases, respectively, were saying, oh, so-and-so is being blackballed out of the league because of X, Y, or Z. Oh, Tim Tebow's not in the league because... He was pushing Christianity on everybody and they didn't like that he was kneeling and praying during big moments. Or, oh, Colin Kaepernick's been kicked out of the league because he's kneeling to draw awareness of police brutality, the very thing that all of a sudden every big Fortune 500 company cares about. So it's like, Mm. I ain't gonna go there. We ain't gonna go there. Just a simple fact that you got three guys on your roster in the NFL team at the tight end position who have played the tight end position for a minimum of the last six years. A minimum of the last six. Tim Tebow over the last six years was playing baseball, breaking down film, and doing Tim Tebow things. Probably running a couple jokes <laughs> and shit, you know, getting a little praise dancing up in there and shit. He doing some Christian ministry. Yeah, Christian Mingle, like he wasn't doing <laughs> he wasn't doing no football activity, bro. And just from that concept alone, it's like the privilege of people. Like they're treating Tim Tebow like he's a motherfucking make a wish kid. I want to play in the NFL. Okay, I mean you you had a cup of coffee in the league. You got you want a playoff game, that's tough. But we all knew it was short-lived because you can't play the position in which you want to play. We were telling you to play tight end years ago. No, I'm a quarterback. I'm a quarterback. I'm a quarterback. Matter of fact, I want to be a baseball player now. All right. Matter of fact, I want to be a college football analyst. Okay. And now you're telling us you wouldn't take any money if you were in college and you were getting paid because it it waters down the concept and ideals and ideas of being a college athlete, like you're telling us that you wouldn't take that money? I don't believe you. And I don't believe you weren't getting money while you was at Florida. I don't believe that either. I don't believe that you didn't curse once in college. Nope, I don't believe any of that. You know why? 
because they are taking people like I ain't even gonna call out his name because I don't want to do that. I'll tell you who I'm talking about later. But like most industries, they love put propping up like the smart, educated black guy. You know? <laughs> and he comes in and he's just talking great. And it's like, see, that's how he's the progressive forward thinker of the new black guy, the new black athlete, the new ex-black athlete. And you got Tim Tebow over here doing the exact same thing. And they're like, look, we're going to prop up everything Tim Tebow do down to a T. He's a great white hope. Does, is he merited to come back and play in the NFL because he was retired the last six years? But, you know, Herb's going to look out for him. So I don't, I don't know how you feel about this, but, like, just from the aspect of just football, the man wasn't a good quarterback. He never, ever, ever, ever blocked somebody. He never, ever ran a route except for that one against when he was playing with the Jets and the ball hit him in the jet. You sure want to try people trying to sell me that he's gonna come in and make an impact? Stop. He's oh, not ma- but what if I tell you they told me it was about oh he's gonna be a great locker room guy? He's gonna uphold a culture. What a white racist culture? Like, and I'm not saying that Tim Tebow is racist, but he's not about to stir the pot and and and, and denounce racism. I don't see it <laughs> unless God tells him to. But I'm not I'm not ready to 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 stand on that whimper and win. People crazy things, but keep going. <laughs> Boy Dewey. But <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's just I didn't understand the Tim Tebow move. And and this is another questionable decision for Urban Meyer. And you can talk about whether it's warranted for Tim Tebow to have another shot or not, but at the same time. That's the most irrelevant point out of all this. It's about Urban Meyer making another questionable decision with this Jags organization. I don't think he realizes the totality of, of this of this opportunity. And I don't think he realizes the ins and outs of being an NFL head coach and how guys are going to look at him sideways for this decision. You don't just bring in a guy like that and everything just be all hunky-dory, especially not after you tried to bring in a racist strength coach who was um, who had prior issues at his former employment, at his former employer. Like, those things matter, and guys pay attention to that. This is not college where you just have full range and you can do whatever the hell you want. I do understand Jacksonville has been a shithole. Jacksonville has struggle to keep talent on their roster for the past 15 years, but they are still an NFL organization and you still have pros in that locker room whose respect you have to gain. We haven't even got to the point where we're we're in training camp. We haven't really got to OTAs because guys aren't even really indulging in those things because of the coronavirus. So you haven't even really met guys in person too much yet. You haven't really got a chance to fill out what the locker room vibe is and how they actually get, care about you. And you you don't even know how receptive they are to your scheme yet. And if they're actually going to buy in because that's going to that your team buying in is predicated to your success. If they don't buy in, you're fucked. You can't go, you can't just go there. You don't have 150 guys on your fucking roster to just sim through and to see which guys are going to buy into your bullshit system and which guys aren't. You've, you've got 53 guys. 
at the end of the day, once that once that week one comes, you've got 53 guys. So if 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 you don't got 53 guys all on one accord, ready to ready to go to battle for you, you're done, bun. You got 53 men. <laughs> Non-impressionable men. And like the my like. I don't even care. Like, I care a little bit that it is Tim Tebow that's getting this opportunity, but like, whatever. Like, he's not going to turn down the opportunity. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like Urban Meyer is 0 of 3 right now. <laughs> like, you you do you you do the Chris Doyle thing. No. You do this. No. You you draft Travis Etienne in the first round, and it's like. With that, wait, you was mad at the ETM pick? I just don't, I just feel like they have bigger needs that they could have addressed at the back end of round one than running back. Because, think, like, yeah. I don't think it's not to say that Travis ETM won't be good in the league. I'm I just say, I think, I think he's gonna be, I good. think he's, I like gonna be, he's gonna be great probably because he's gonna have that, that comfort of knowing that he's playing with his quarterback in from college. Mm-hmm. So in a way, you know, it's a it, it could be a good move, but I just feel like you could address a lot more on your roster with that second first round pick than you did with the running back because ETN might have been there in the back end of the second or the third. Like you probably still could have grabbed him, but you know, people do wild shit. So I just. I just don't think that the team is going to buy into what he does early on. Like a lot of this is going to come down to if the guys buy into Trevor Lawrence, which they probably will because everything. I was about to say, yeah. Legit. Like, you know, and the eyes say he's legit. Scouts say he's legit. So we want to see what he does, man. But, you know, your guy, he did it. Who's my guy? Why not? <laughs> 182 of those things. Those things that you say don't really matter and all that shit. You mean, Russ got the record, man. I mean, yeah, I, we knew he was going to get it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We knew he was going to get it. But, like, actually seeing him do it. And, like, this is my thing. I don't really want to get into it again. But my whole takeaway from this whole run that he's been on over the last four years is, like, he made the triple double look like unattainable. Like you know how when we sit back and we watch like stat boxes pop up and it's like, oh, Will Chamberlain averaged thirty six points, thirty four rebounds, mm-hmm. and we like, ain't nobody ever doing that again. You know, that's what people are going to say when they start looking back at these Russell Westbrook triple doubles and like the stats when they come out about like how many, like what, what months he averaged the best triple doubles and all that. Cause we're starting to see those numbers trickle out and it's like 28 points, 18 rebounds, 16 assists. It's like nuts type of shit. It's not like 28, 11 and 10, you know, his triple doubles are heavy. That's my takeaway. They're not normal. J Kid, triple doubles, 12 points, 15 assists, 11 rebounds, which is great. That was a great game back then. We're not 
LeBron James, like 38, 10 and 9. I mean, 10 and 12. Jordan's like, they're monstrous. That's my takeaway. I've never seen, like, you sit back and you look at the numbers, you're like, damn. They had 28 points. 28 points. 28 points and what? 21 assists? That's unheard of. And the triple-double off the rebounds. It's like, I don't think we ever going to see nothing like this again. I mean, I think you're right. I don't think we are ever going to see anything like this again. Um, but, I mean, I think it's more of a testament to his motor. Like, I think the reason why he gets these triple-doubles and because he um, – and the reason why, you know – they're so monstrous is because of his motor. I don't, I just don't think there's ever been a guy on the floor that just plays with the amount of energy that he plays with to where he just wants to be everywhere and do every fucking thing, which is cool. Like I respect it. Like that's definitely like a crazy achievement and um, a reason why he is so talented and the reason why he holds the amount of respect in the league that he does um, but I mean, I'm going to always look back at it differently because I just see it from a different point of view than most people. Um, not, I don't hate, I'm not hating, like <clears throat> that's not hating because I'm, I'm never going to say it was a non, you know, outstanding achievement because it is like, there's no year buts to average a triple double over four years. Nobody there's, said there's no way you can frame it as a negative. You can't. And nobody's saying it's a negative to average a triple-double. I'm not saying that. You were trying to. Continue. Why would... Lead me to whatever role you're about to say. And nobody's trying to do nothing. What, what way are you looking at it that it's a little bit different than from everybody else's that can't be negative? I mean, well, it is... I mean, some people may view it as negative, but I'm just saying, from my point of view, I know that, yeah, he got these triple-doubles, but what did it amount to? Like, that's cool. MVP. Like, he got... Like, week. Well, yeah, he got an MVP because he did something that nobody's done since Oscar Robinson. So, yeah, obviously the NBA world is going to hover around it. And I'm not saying it's not deserving, but at the same time, it may or may not be undeserving because there's other guys that could have gotten that MVP, right or wrong. You said your guy Harden. Your exact words that Harden could have, Harden sure got the MVP, but Russ got it because he had with a triple dub. I mean, yeah, those right. are your words. So, okay, yeah, like, those, that's a thing. What did I say? I said he got the fucking triple-double average. That is something we've never seen before. That is something that is historic. MVPs go to historic seasons. Yes, you absolutely will get that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. There's no negative to that, bro. Because if you're going to say, yeah, but what did it amount to? You're going to have to then open it up again and take a box open, a bigger box open into your scope of what you're talking about when you want to frame Russell Westbrook's last four years. And you have to acknowledge the fucking dynasty that was the fucking Warriors. That's why he doesn't have those things that you're trying to knock him for with, oh, they didn't amount to any championships. Yeah, because the fucking dynasty was out Did he lose to the Warriors every year? No, they were the winner every year. So it doesn't matter if he lost to them specifically. It Only does matter because no, if you don't no, get out the first round, then what the no, fuck does no, that mean? What? How does that not matter? 
That doesn't matter. Because if you're not losing, you're talking about, well, I mean, the Warriors were the juggernaut. Okay, so that would only be applicable to the conversation if he lost to the Warriors each and every year he went to the playoffs while averaging a triple-double. But well, that is not the case. So that is irrelevant and not something that, that can be used in the conversation. Catching the Warriors, that already means that you are acknowledging that Kevin Durant is no longer with him. James Harden is no longer with him. He's a one-man band out here doing it with him and fucking Steven Adams. And he forced them to leave. He forced them to leave. They He forced him to leave. Stop. Stop. Katie left. Harden. Okay. I'll give you Harden. I'll give you Harden. Harden left because they didn't want to pay him. Cool. But Katie left because he couldn't play with Russell Westbrook anymore. Because he couldn't play with a point guard who didn't know how to run a goddamn offense. So don't give me this bullshit that they left, that Katie left because of money. Because that's just not the case. Because Oklahoma City. why he left. I just simply said that he's not on the team anymore. Which but I'm telling you, the reason why Katie left was because of Russell Westbrook and he and his and his production. That's why. That is literally not a means to discredit a four-year run of averaging a triple double and 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 shade it under the light of I see it differently. That's ridiculous. It's not. It is. Not. You're literally trying to say a a something that we will never ever 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 see again in our fucking lifetime is a little dampened because he didn't win a championship in an era in which it was so hard to win one. But I'm not even asking for, can I get a conference finals? Like you're averaging a triple dub. Can I get a conference finals? Bro, it's hard to get to the conference finals. I know, but it's, it's fucking hard to get a fucking triple double, right? So what the fuck? It's so damn hard. It's so damn hard to get a fucking triple double, but you can't get you can't get to the second round. You can't get to the fucking conference finals. You just told me Chris Paul is a top five point guard of all time, and he's never been to the conference finals. So how? Because of injuries. What the hell are we talking about? He's literally been injured and not been in the game. Like what the fuck? Russell Westbrook wasn't playing through injuries in the playoffs, or or you didn't see those articles come out? He was. He was. Fives in the in the. There was things that. Chris Paul could not play through. What are we talking about? Chris Paul has never been he, to the conference finals. Russell Westbrook went there once and then went to the finals. Your guy, Chris Paul, who you told me is the point guard, the greatest point guard of the generation, the greatest thing you've ever seen since fucking sliced bread and magic shopping <laughs> running around with Larry Bird. You told me that he has never been past even close to the conference finals. And yet all of a sudden, Russell Westbrook, in your finite view, has to get to the conference finals in his four-year span because he's averaging a triple-double and you don't like it. That's ridiculous. Prove me otherwise. All you got to say is, yeah, he averaged a triple-double four years. It was crazy. Didn't really win, though. That's fine. But don't preface it by saying he has to get to all these accomplishments for you. When That's what I said. I said that off the rip. No, no, no. Time out. A triple double <clears> is something <throat> that no one can do every single night like him. There's oh, yeah. a lot of people who are in way better situations who have never been to the conference finals, who have never averaged a triple double, barely ever double doubles. So, what are we really talking about? How can how, how are we doing this? Why are we doing Why are you doing this to him? What do you mean? Why because, am I doing Because then you're going to turn around and start talking to me about triple doubles with Ben Simmons when he finally starts doing it all the time. And then what? That, now you're in a fucking pickle. 
I'm not going to be in a pickle. The very thing that you hate so much is something that your guy specifically for your basketball team is going to start doing in the playoffs. Yo, he had three triple doubles in that series against the Bucs. The only... The only way that I will use, the only way that I'm going to use that argument is when somebody keeps talking to me about these Russell Westbrook triple doubles because it's cool. Like I'm, it's nobody said that it's not an outstanding achievement. Like I, I already prefaced my say, my statement by saying that you I said that. You know how you sound? You sound like all them niggas who say, "Yo, LeBron is three and six in the finals." Nigga, if I'm getting there, stop. Enough, if I'm getting there enough, yeah, I'm going to lose some. If I'm getting triple doubles, three out of every four games, eight out of every 12 games, 12 out of every 48 games, I'm not going to win all of those games. It's impossible. Because yeah. triple doubles do not outright equate to winning. They equate to impact on the game. They have but th- triple double. He had but thank you. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. That's 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 my point. That doesn't mean that they're not a good thing to represent. I, but I never said that. That's my thing. I never said it was not a good thing. Is that you've said? You've always said that off the fuck. I've I've not. I've never said it's not a good thing though. I never said it's not a good thing. I just said it's something that people can do, but it never equates to wins. That's always been my gripe with it. It's always been my fucking gripe. It's been my gripe that people pipe up these fucking triple doubles. You know how hard it is to get a triple double? I understand it's hard, but just because it's fucking hard to do doesn't mean that it's something that we should glorify in something that it leads to wins. At the end of the day... How many people? How many people can consistently go and get a triple double three out of four games? Who can consistently get a triple double three out of four? Who, who could? Who, who? Who can right now in the fucking NBA go get a fucking? Tw- I, I'm going to give you numbers. I need 25 or more, 15 or more, 15 or more. Go. <laughs> Probably, Brian. No, 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 no. I need you to name the names who can do it off the top of your head. Go. And the first name better be the guy I need to hear. I mean, obviously, Russ, Brian. Who? AD, Brian. He can go out and get three triple doubles in four games. 25, 50. If he needed to, yes, he could. If you put him on a Cavs team and he's the only fucking guy on that team, he could go. The teams that they play on. I mean, AD could do it. 15 assists from Anthony Davis. On the elbow? Dimes? Yes. Stop. 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 Lakers team? Not, no. Stop. No. 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 You are tripping. <laughs> Anthony Davis. Can't do it? Sis? Stop, yo. All right. 12, though. Stop. All right, but 12, well, though. 15. Because I'm 12, though. About, no, 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 no. I'm talking about numbers that you deem are so easy to get. Not all triple doubles are created. But I, bro. I didn't say it was easy though. Bro, you're talking about, well, if the numbers are so good and the triple doubles are so great, why isn't he winning more? That's like saying a nigga who's averaging 300 and fucking 90 yards passing a game and don't doesn't win a championship. You're gonna to try to tell me that that wasn't really a good run. So then you're blaming it on the team, right? Are you blaming it on the team? There's a lot of things that go into winning a championship, bro. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm, I, it was a question. Was not one of those things. LeBron James averaged a triple-double in the finals, and he lost. 
but we still talk about the triple double in the finals. I don't give a fuck about that. Lost, yes or no? What the fuck? Are you going to answer the question or not? You said say, what? We can move on. That's, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. LeBron James averaged a triple double in the finals and lost. We talk yeah. about the triple double. We talk about the triple double in the finals average, not the loss. No one will ever. I mean, no, I mean, we always talk about the loss. Like that's not go not there. We to, not when it comes to just talking about the triple double. No. Oh yeah, when the conversation is about the triple double, yeah, we get lost in the conversation of triple doubles. Yeah, you're right. Because we then we don't focus on winning. That's just something that we do now. It's like oh, when the conversation goes triple double, we just we just immerse ourselves in the triple double conversation because it's just something we've never seen before. If we start talking about the most three made in the game, no one ever gives a fuck about if those games are won or lost. Stop. You sound crazy. No one ever said, yo, Kobe Bryant made fucking 12 threes in the game. But did he win, though? No one's ever said that. <laughs> ever. So when you're talking about things that don't happen often, you never care about the fucking end result because the feat in which we're discussing is what's most important. It's never about the end-all, be-all when it comes to things that can't be achieved by all the other people in their respective sports, period. No one will ever say, yo, Steph Curry had 103, he made 98 threes in the month of April. Yeah, but how many games did he win? No one will ever say that. You know why? He will always say that because- No, no, no. nobody is ever going to say, yo, the player who made the most threes in a month was Steph Curry. He made 98. It will never at the bottom of the thing say X amount of games won, X amount of games lost, because it's not important. The feat is 98 threes made in a fucking month. You would fucking hope that, right? But every time we talk about LeBron and his and his greatness and, and how good of a player he is, we always come back, well, I mean, he's three or six in the finals. Yeah, but we never talk about how many times he's gone to the finals. No, it's not. It's the same thing. He's doing something that, that players don't do. He's doing something that's hard as shit to do. He's doing something that we've never seen that was very hard to, that we rarely ever see. What are we talking about? We saw that already. Yeah, we did, but how long ago did we see it? Because we definitely saw Oscar Robinson average a triple-double, right? Yeah. But it was how long ago, right? Right, exactly. 47 years ago, bro. The fucking so what are we talking about? The fucking Lakers and the fucking Magic and the fucking... The Rockets, all them niggas was going to the finals and doing those things that you're saying, LeBron and them. Magic went to the finals for a fucking decade. Stop it. Mike went to the finals for a fucking decade. Quit came back. Lakers went to the finals four times in five years. You're, you're talking as if these people don't. We've seen people go to the go to the finals for an extended run. Yeah, LeBron's an individual player who's doing who's doing it. Yes, on different that, teams. Yes, but that conversation like, that's that not that's never happened before though. That conversation is not something that is predicated off of. Oh, we're going to knock down all these things. There's so many things that go into LeBron going to the finals for five for ten years in a row. It has to do with the team. It has to do with the organization. It has to do with a whole bunch of things. These individualities that these players are doing, 98 threes in a month, there's a one-of-one one player that can do that. Going and getting wild triple-doubles, averaging 30, 20, 30, 18, and 18 in a month, that's a one-of-one. One. We're going to put that there. We saw Bill Russell and them niggas go to the finals for fucking 30 years in a row, it felt like. 
Those numbers are there. LeBron's going to go in that category. There's only two people that's going to go into the category of the triple-double and the three. You'll never hear those two go, those two guys and those stats be brought up and people go, yeah, but did they win those games? That, that doesn't matter. It's the feat. But when you're talking about talent level and greatness of a player with LeBron specifically, people hate that guy. You're always going to get yeah bust with LeBron. Shit, we got a yeah but LeBron James and his wife Savannah is great. Yeah, but he should have married somebody else. That's the type of hate. That's that weird. That's weird. That's the type of hate that that guy gets. Like that's that's those fucking conversations nasty. are different. You'll never hear someone say, "Oh, well, you know." Danielle Marshall made 10 threes in the game before. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but J.R. Smith made 12. Yeah, but J.R. Smith lost. That doesn't, that's not, that's not what it's going to that's be. That's any name. <laughs> Those are three players who made 10 or 12 threes in a singular game. I haven't heard Marshall's name in I don't know how long. I don't know why you just really pulled that out your ass. He's made 10, he made 10 threes. Yeah, but I'm just saying like nobody's oh, never, yeah. I haven't heard anybody reference his name in... 10 years, and you, you just pulled that out of your ass. You got the wrong basketball niggas talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that sound like to me. That shit bad, yo. Nah, the bad thing is, like, niggas is so confused in the league now that, like, the playoffs is coming up, and we have no idea what we're about to even watch because, like, what the fuck is a playing tournament? It's, it's, I, I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. It's taking me about three months to fully understand how it works. I, and I feel, I, I feel like I finally gotten to the point to where I understand what the fuck is actually happening. There was a point in time where I just thought, set, I mean, eight and nine was playing and both, it didn't matter. It both got in. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But now that I'm seeing it, it's like, okay, if you seven and eight, you got a shot regardless if you lose that John, you got to fight out the winner at nine and ten, and then whoever won that John, you the eighth seed, and then whoever won that first one, you the seventh seed. So it makes some sense. There is some, you know, reward for being a higher seed, um, which is, you know, I think that was the main issue with the whole playing tournament. They had to, they had to make it interesting but still give a reward and respect to the rankings of your, your final regular season uh, record. But I think it's going to be interesting. And, and I think it's weird that your guy, Bron was so cool with the playing tournament before his bitch ass ended up in that bitch. And now that he's in there, he's like, man, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I bet you don't want to do that. Cause you used to moseying through the regular season Get into the playoffs, hey man, fuck it, you know. Let me just went on the road real quick, right? (laughs) (laughs) Let me run through these guys real quick, four and one, and 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 going about your business. But now it's 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 single elimination. You better get your popcorn ready because it's on. It's interesting because like I'm still like on the fence about how I feel about it. Like on one on one angle, I'm like, it's dope that they're, you know, you wait until you win. 
Nah, nah. It's like I, it's dope that they're prioritizing the back end of the the seating. You know, to try to keep that competitive balance and give people a little, you know, more more something to play for and all that. And like from a corporate standpoint, it's great because the teams that are involved in the play in are flagship organizations, Lakers. Celtics now the Warriors I guess are a part of that group because they've been so dynastic and they still got Curry and LeBron versus Curry in the play-in would would set the world on fire. But it also feels a little gimmicky to me. So I guess I gotta I guess I'm I guess I need to see it first and see how it really plays out because this is the first year they're really like implementing it. And all I mean, that. but you so, saw the last year in the wobble. Yeah, I mean, but, the but, bubble. Yeah, but like that's the bu- we also we also were also focused on the bubble. Like, yeah, we were watching the play-in tournament, quote unquote. But to us, it was just a breath of fresh air of us to be able to see basketball again. You know, yeah. we wanted to digest it as much as we could. Now we were in the swing of being able to just watch sports as a normality again. So the play is probably going to feel a little different because now it's structured. We know when it starts. We know when it stops. It's not just rolling right in. You know what I mean? Right. So we got we got lucky. NBA got lucky with the players and teams involved. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's three majors. I mean, now there's three, like, major storylines going on with play-in tournament teams. Like, well, first, let's go to your Lakers. AD claims that he's back. I don't uh, It's just like, bro. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, I want to agree with you. Like, <laughs> like, I seen him. I seen him with the block. And I'm, oh, come on. I seen him with the, with the reverse slam. Ah, oh, that nigga back. And then he said, like, hold on. I'm like, we both can't say this now. <laughs> we both can't say we back. Because... Uh, I, I need you to be back. I ain't back. I ain't never going. <laughs> I'm living through you. <laughs> I need you to be the fuck back. <laughs> so it's like in one hand, like all right, cool. If he back, Ron's supposed to be coming to play, and, and we're gonna see what happens. But like, right? I don't feel that type of shit from Bron. I don't feel that type of shit from Luca. The whole oh, you know, playing tournament is whatever. Because in the back of their mind, like, shit, we ain't never going to be in a playing tournament. And then push come to shove, now motherfuckers in a playing tournament and they, they iffy about it. But I can see something wild happen. Like, we'll paint this. Say the Lakers win a chip this year, right? All right. Say it's Lakers, Sixers in the chip. Brown win a chip. Everybody's going to paint the playing tournament. <clears throat> as the thing that LeBron could gear up for for the playoffs. It's going to be one of those little nuggets for his for his career. And it's probably going to be a like, I would buy that this year because he's he 36. My thing is, we're not going to put built in excuses or built in praise for people. We're just going to let the ball roll out there. and We're going to play the damn game. But I will tell you this. If we play the Warriors and we lose, I am going to be a unhappy camper because <laughs> ain't no way we should lose to the words with just Steph, unless Steph goes ballistic and hits 23s in which case i better not hear a word from you whether that nigga won or lost that bitch <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say my thing is but my thing with the whole bronze situation is i would actually like 
I would have more respect for Braun because he was in a way tougher situation. It's not like he's just the fucking seventh seed or the eighth seed and he's just chilling and has a, a seven game series to get his shit together. Right. He had to win back to it, it could be a situation where he would have to win back to back games. Let's say he even loses the first game, then has to play another game just to survive, wins that, then wins a whole series and wins the championship. That's a way tougher plight than just having a seven-game series to get your shit together, mosey through a, a tough, uh, 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 easy team, and you you walk your you walk your way to the finals and win that bitch. I tell you, who won't like that? Brian haters with haters. No, no, the Jordan fans would hate that. Oh yeah, the Jordan hate, because the LeBron fans will start hanging up banners, <laughs> flying banners, buying billboards. You would see LeBron fandom across the nation at a level we've never seen before if he come back here and do some wild shit and win a chip. Don't let him beat the Nets in the finals. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. The Nets in the finals, all LeBron haters, all Michael Jordan lovers. But they're legitimate. It's, it would be legitimate. Like, if Bron beats the Nets, there's be- no, I, Mike's never seen a team like that. I don't care what you say. Oh, Mike, man, Mike never seen a lot of teams that we've seen. But that's that, but why that, 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 well, I'm well, saying, I'm saying, well, I'm just saying, because, like, look. Right? Like, James Harden's Rockets would get a, get, get a, give Mike and the Mingus problem. I mean. They face everything out. Yeah, and you you wouldn't be able to. It would be way tougher to play defense. You'd have to have guys like uh, Steve Kerr out there playing perimeter defense on an ISO, though. Yeah, on an island. Dancing looked like him versus D Rose back in the day. Shout out to D Rose, by the way. He'd been he'd been playing great, playing well of late, man. I mean, shout out to the Knicks. The Knicks have been playing. I mean, we haven't really talked about the Knicks a lot this year, but I mean, they're a team that's that they're fifth seed. You know, they're they're not even in the playing tournament this year. Like they're like Julius Randle has actually surprised me. Like I got a I got a man, uh, one of my homies. Uh, he's a Knicks fan, and uh, he's been real happy this year. And I'm normally the guy trolling him because uh, I, I just hate James Dolan and his 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 fucking racist ass. But um. But the Knicks have been playing really well. It's nice to see New York actually be a like legitimate team and not just some bullshit place where guys go to hoop, <laughs> where it looks like an NBA open gym out there. Like <laughs> it's but nice like to see time fitness joint from the lockout, mellow with the hoodie. Right, right, hoodie mellow and shit. But I want to talk about another playing tournament team and uh, and a story. We kind of already talked about Russ, but there's another guy on the Wizards that's been swirling around in the media as well. Bradley Beal. The Gators swag. Bradley Beal. Fake-ass Gators. I mean, I ain't going to get into that. Whatever, whatever. Uh, But Bradley Beal and Kent Bazemore got into a Twitter beef. Media beef, I guess. I don't know what you really call it. But Bradley Beal didn't like the comments that Kent Bazemore said about, you know, him and his 
him and his hamstring issue and him trying to guard Steph Curry. Look, from my perspective, I ain't seen too many issue with it. It's hmm. clearly it was clearly a joke. Was it? It was, was clearly it a joke. But I understand about injuries. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a. It's not about that. It's not about the. the niggas tearing a hamstring trying to keep up with my guy. Like, bro, you not you. You just happen to be in the right place at the right time, cuz you was just in Washington, stinking it up. But he know. But my thing is, I guess that they don't really fuck with each other like that, cause but you're not about to fuck with Kent Bazemore. Clearly, but I mean, like that's the thing. Like, I guess it was the type of drone where it's like, like if I, like me and you, I say some shit to you. There's certain shit that I can say to you that other niggas can't. Absolutely, but I know so it, you. exactly. So it's different. If I'm Brad Bill. Y'all niggas know me. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know who I, what I'm about. Y'all know what I do out here on this floor. I'm an all star. I'm all types of shit. Kent Baseball, what do you know? The sleeve? Nah, that's Allen Iverson and them niggas. The tax? Nah, that's probably AI too. Shit, <laughs> that's Darren Williams. So what do you? You just a nigga from Old Dominion. You ain't You pull up his name on the, on the Google's. He got you know how you, you go with a basketball reference and they got jerseys and shit. Mm-hmm. He got like twelve jerseys. I mean, you you a nomad in the NBA. Don't make no jokes to me. Me? Then say me. that though. But then say that though. Don't be on the tip of oh injury. Like, come on. Like, it wasn't about no goddamn injury. It was clearly a fucking joke. And he was clearly talking about how good his teammate was. Brad Bill, he light skinned, so I get it. He got he's in his feelings skin. a little. He's brown skin. He's light skinned. He's he's light skinned. No. They're both light skinned. No, not a chance. Yeah. Brad Bill is, is actually distinguishedly, obviously more darker than him, for sure. A thousand percent. They're both light skin. No, make no, 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 no. There's, there's not different shades of light, of light skin. There's not. Kent Bazemore is an actual. He's very, very more close to the to the uh, the light. Either, skin. either way, either way, he's got light skin tendencies. That's fine. So it's it's okay. It's okay. Baysmore just need to shut the fuck up. You just why are you why are you so against Ken? Why are you killing Ken for? You know what this is? This is you, not you specifically, but actually this is you. This is you. <laughs> this is you pulling up to a gym, right, or a court, and it's ten niggas running fools already. Niggas is up and down the joint, and you're like, damn, this one team they up eight two, nine two, ten two. Game, and you start scratching your head because the nigga who hit the game winning shot is a nigga who didn't who didn't touch the rock at all. Like the good players are the ones doing everything. The nigga who ass hit the game winner, and now he telling everybody get the fuck off the court. It's his court. <laughs> Shut up, Kent. You just happen to be a Curry teammate right now. You very well could be a Pascal T- Siakam teammate. You very well could be a John Morant teammate. Hell, you could be. A co-Anthony teammate right now. You could be anywhere, but you would carry. I just find it easy, bro. I just find it disrespectful how you had to bring me in and try and disrespect my hooping ability like that. No, I'm saying it was because that was foul. 
No, no, I'm just saying it was you pulling into a gym and you're watching on the good teams win and then the ass nigga hits the game winner and now all of a sudden he's telling everybody, get the fuck off my court. Oh, I was just watching the movie happen. Okay. Yeah, you okay. just happened to pull okay. in like, well, damn, why is the ass nigga talking shit? He asked. Right, okay, okay. I just had to clarify that. Like, you know. chill, Kent more Like, you, Kelly Oubre, like, you left-handed can't make shots, can't make threes. How you lefty, you can't shoot. I mean, he's been shooting pretty well since he's been on the Warriors. Since he's been on the, I mean, since he's been on the Warriors, I've been, I'll give him that. Since he's been on the Warriors, he's been playing well. But I mean, it's a, he's a system guy. He's a type of guy to where he has to be in a certain system and he has to be around a certain amount of talent in order to be effective. And he know that. All I know is the man needs to be quiet. All right, just be quiet. Let Curry do his thing. He gonna win the scoring title this year. For all the haters who say he can't do shit without Clay or, or yeah, or he proved it this year. But he proved it this telling, year. But people telling me it's like, oh well, he can't be better than Allen Iverson because he can't. This is Curry at his best, and he can't carry the Warriors. I'm like, bro, two different. They're players. not comparable. They are not comparable. I said no funny shit. Allen Iverson team. <clears throat> The Warriors team that they got right now. They got a bunch of G League niggas out there. Juan Toscano, Anderson, Barry Giles, and shit. It's like, bro. We could did you just did you did you did you just morph two players together? No, Juan, Juan Toscano Anderson is one person, but I just right, but then you said Anderson Barry Giles. That's what I said. You morphed two players together. When you ran into Anderson Barry Giles with his hand up talking about I'm back. With an NBA jersey on, you get a little flustered. I'm like, what, what the fuck did he get back in the league? It's slow out here. But look, man, all I know is next time we talk, J. Cole finna be out. Shout out to him getting that little Nigeria contract. Uh, I I hope I hope you actually uh, watched the doc. Watched, already watched did you? Did you? Did you? I did. Thanks. I did. Shit, I gotta check up on you, man, because I don't know if you really carry the cold vibes. I don't, I don't know if you dibble or dabble. The disrespect, I've been. Cold. Is it? I've Is it? Since the warm up was the come up, nigga. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Is this not why you are here? Fuck this. What more can I say?